planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome back to Rabbit Noise on Rabbit Radio. My guest on the program now is Daniel Preslin from near Bliviscaris. What's happening, man? Yeah, not a lot. Just having a quiet beer at home and um, having a chat with you. Oh, awesome, man. That's a way to do it. And Wednesday night, a few beers and uh, crank some metal. So yeah. your amazing new album, Citadel, is uh, due to be released on, on November 7. And man, it's an epic album. I, and I think, you know, it's going to be one of those albums that's come out just towards the end of the year and it's just going to smash everything. It's it's such a strong, strong album. So what was the concept behind the album? Uh, Zen's got an interesting um, writing, uh, well, he's got an interesting writing ability in that a lot of his uh, lyrical themes, I guess, are really uh, seen to it yourself and, and what you get out of it is what it is, which, mm. I, which I really think it's pretty cool. Um, essentially... Citadel is basically used to represent the human form uh, as a stronghold or, or, or castle, and basically everyone has, you know, walls which they're there to protect and, and hide from who we are. And the uh, album is essentially an exploration of that, of that, uh, anything from, um, you know, mental illness to 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 a personal um, uh, thing you need to get over, a goal or, or an obstacle, certain things like that. And it, the album certainly wasn't um, in you know, consciously uh, meant to be in that way. It just kind of, uh, that's the way it folded out with how, how the music started uh, being written. And um, yeah, Zen had the idea of making a concept album and, and we all went for it. It's great, man. I, I really dig it how, you know, all the all the songs, like, they seem to link. Like you've got, you know, uh, you know, the Painters of the Tempest part one, two and three. And it's just, it's just amazing, man. Like I've been really, really digging it since I've got it. So as I said, I think it's, it's, going to do really well so uh congratulations to you dudes for another kick-ass release so um you know the, the writing it sounds really complex what's the process like um putting songs like that together because it sounds like it'd be an absolute mission yeah cheers for the kind words by the way um it's it's really organic and primitive the way we, we write our music it's, it's essentially coming into the jam room someone has an idea whether it's a drum beat or a guitar riff, um, a vibe even, and, and we just work on that idea until everyone's really happy. Uh, it's, it's one thing we're really big on is, is we make music that, that we're really stoked on. So we keep working on ideas until everyone's happy. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. We just move on. But for the most part, um, yeah, we just keep working on the idea. We keep exploring the idea. We just feel where it perhaps needs to go next, and we just head for that direction. That's uh, that's so full on, man. Thinking that you guys would just go in there and jam on that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Because it sounds yeah. it's, it, it sounds so complex that you know you guys would be sitting around with, you know, pen and paper and writing musical notes and yep. and all that kind of thing. But uh, yeah. man, funnily enough, yeah. we, we used to have this whiteboard in the jam room and, and we'd write down like, okay, let's do the Frosty Mountain riff four times and then go into the Arctic riff and then heading to the Trollbridge Riff and stuff like that. And that is one way we used to do it back in the day, but um, now it's kind of a bit more organic. Well, 
we'll even email a, a, a guitarist around like Benji might email a, a couple of ideas he's been working on and you know they'll get me inspired and I'll, I'll practice it in my own time and then bring some ideas for that and then other guys collaborate and it just kind of just kind of pieces of stuff together. Do you do a lot of uh, like uh, you know you're saying about emailing and stuff you know and, and as a drummer do you use like uh, programming drums when you, you're working on stuff at home or? No, I've never been big on programming drums. I actually, I don't really know how to, and I'm pretty spoiled. I've got a pretty good uh, Pro Tools rig at home, so I can I can uh, nut down ideas actually onto tape and and send it out to guys if need be. But I'm really big on just just working on stuff in my own time and bringing it into the rehearsal room. It saves a bit of time. It's it's, it's kind of difficult when everyone's so busy, you don't really have the time to go. Okay, here's a riff. Everyone learn the riff. Everyone come up with an idea on the spot. Like it's, it's really hard. So quite mm. often we all work on the idea in our own time, and we bring it into the rehearsal room and kind of nut it out. And everyone's got kind of an idea of what they want to happen, of where they want it to go, and, and kind of how they want it to get there. That's cool, man. Because I find it interesting that you know you guys work like that, considering so many bands now um, really they do a lot of demos at home, but obviously they can't just smash it out on drums or, or scream in their, you know, yeah, in their bedrooms, yeah. you know. So that is that is cool to hear that, you know, you're still, uh, you know, doing things the old school way as well. Yeah, it feels right for us. It took to crowdfunding as well to support a, a world tour and, and just absolutely smashed it. Um, it must have been an amazing feeling to have that much support. Oh, man, it, it, it it blows me away every time I'm at the post office and I'm sending something and it's going to, you know, Rio de Janeiro or South Africa or Wellington, you know, across the shore. It's it's absolutely crazy beyond our hugest of expectations. I mean, our original target of 40,000 was really ambitious. We were really nervous about going for that much. Uh, mm. The way it panned out has been just phenomenal. It's crazy how how it's all. It, that's where it seems to be going these days, and really showing that you know there is support out there for bands. You know, uh, it's like how Devin Townsend did the same thing and yeah. went way over his his what he thought he was going to get as well. So, is it something you think you'll be looking to doing more of in the future? Yeah, really not sure. For now, we're we're obviously more than satisfied and and stoked with with what's happened. We'll sit on that. We'll see basically how the industry moves, how things change. Because these days, you know, things change so quick. Like next week, there might be some different method of of how bands scrape by, or how they mm. how they get by and 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 pay for all these hugely expensive things like world tours or or studio albums that, that cost tens of thousands of dollars. We're just not sure. We're just going to see how things, um, you know, fold out and pan out, and and the way we see it, if we keep working hard and keep being positive about what we do and, and working hard towards it, the things will just work out for themselves. Totally. And uh, how's the plans for the World Tour coming along? Yeah, coming along really well. We've got some huge things we're going to announce soon, which we're really excited on. Uh, we're basically Europe, middle of next year is where our main focus point is at the moment. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of just dot, dotting all the pieces together over there. Hopefully in uh, a month or two, we'll be beginning to announce a lot of the stuff that's going on over there, which is pretty exciting. And then after Europe, pretty sure at, towards the end of next year, we'll be hitting North America, hopefully South America too. We'd love to go down there 
and we'll be slotting in Asia somewhere either before the US or, or after. We're really not sure yet. We'll just see how everything pans out. Man, it sounds like it's going to be a real busy year for you next yeah, year. It's going to be hectic. <laughs> and, but, you know, just enjoy it because you're living the dream, hey? So Yeah, that's it. Yeah, take it, take it wherever it goes. That's it, man. Well, um, you know, you've shared the stage with, uh, you know, some legends as well, like Devin Townsend and Between You Buried and Me. Uh, how are those experiences for you? Yeah, really cool. Um, I've been a huge Devin fan and all the stuff he's done since I was a teenager. You know, we're going back 15, 16 years. So to be able to play with Devin at the Palace, which was one of my favourite venues ever, was, yeah, a really, really cool experience. That's probably um, my most memorable show I've ever been involved in. That was really cool because I think Devin's one of the, the few few artists that everyone in the band is a really big fan of. So we were absolutely blown away when we um, got the phone call to ask if we would like to play with Devin. And he's a great dude too. Yeah, yeah, he, he's so cool, you know, laid back, just easy to talk to, really cool guy. Yeah, and it's it's really cool to see how well he's doing now too. He's worked so hard for so long, and it's really inspiring for, for for bands like us who are kind of really just starting to enter the the international touring circuit and see that the hard work does pay off. Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, well, Debbie's he's, he's done a lot off his own back, you know. So it is it's yeah, definitely yeah. definitely inspiring. So uh, you, you're actually going to be heading out on tour in support of uh, the new album at the end of November. And uh, you'll be coming up here in Brisbane too. So, uh, will you be playing the album in in full, or is it going to be a bit of a mix? Or yeah, we'll definitely play all the songs off Citadel, and we'll throw in uh, quite a bit of Portal too. I think we're looking at about 90 minutes for a set on that tour, so it'll be quite an extensive. Well, most of our material will be played. Yeah. So with the with the album, how it's got that, it, it really flows through the tracks is it, are you going to be mixing it up between the set or are you just going to do back to back yeah not too sure how we're going to pan it out yet we're kind of still uh, working out what songs work next to each other in the jam room so we're <clears> kind of just nutting that out at the moment um, I'm honestly not sure how it's going to pan out sounds like it's a pretty cool challenge though yeah yeah for sure yeah, you know fun. like how some songs may you know slot in and work with others and and lead them all together yeah, yeah definitely it would, yeah. It would be a really cool um, cool experience for you guys being able to do that with your own music instead of, you know, big rock ending and, you know, the usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> so uh, you've also been included on next year's uh, Soundwave Festival too, which is an amazing achievement for, uh, you know, Aussie bands to, to get on that. So, uh, you know, are you looking forward to that as well? Yeah, that's uh, something we've been dreaming of one day to do and to finally uh, be able to do it. Uh, yeah, extremely stoked. That's going to be um, quite an experience. It's actually, I've never been to Soundwave, so my first experience with Soundwave is, is, is actually playing the festival, so I'm, I'm quite spoiled, I'd say. Oh, man, that's that's awesome. You're going to have the best day. There's so many good bands playing, hey? Yeah, I can't wait to check out uh, quite a few of them, actually. Uh, really stoked on Mayhem. It'll be cool to see, like, Slipknot and um, Soundgarden and stuff. It'll be awesome. Actually, it makes me wonder. I was talking to someone the other day about Mayhem, if they're on the middle of the day. Yeah, like if that would work for them in their show. Yeah, it's a pretty dark show, isn't it? Um, I don't know. I've never seen them before. I've seen um, obviously seen footage, but uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see them when the sun's at its peak and uh, it's quite bright. <laughs> 
they'll just replace the uh, corpse paint with um, <laughs> with some, uh, you know, somewhat. Yeah, all the natural, uh, the natural pasty skin tones. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's going to be awesome. Well, yeah. um, we're going to go to the track Pyrrhic from Citadel now. Thanks for hanging with us tonight, man. And uh, we'll see you in Brisbane on Saturday, the 29th of November at the Brightside. And of course, Soundwave Festival. And uh, all the best of luck with everything you're coming up, brother. Cheers, man. Uh, thanks for giving us the time of day for the track. And um, I'll catch you next time. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 